This episode is brought to you by Essentia. A better you starts with better hydration. Essentia is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Try Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost, built for WordPress creators by WordPress experts. With 100% uptime, incredible load times, and 24-7 WordPress priority support, your sites will be lightning fast with global reach. And with Bluehost Cloud, your sites can handle surges in traffic no matter how big. Plus, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. Get started now at Bluehost.com. Hello, it's Lee Salisbury here and welcome to your favourite podcast. And if it's not your favourite, I hope it's in the top 10 of your favourites podcast, Soap from the Box. We go behind the scenes of the country's biggest shows and not just the country's biggest shows, but two of Australia's as well, Home and Away and Neighbours, which is coming back next year. EastEnders, Coronation Street, Emmerdale, Hollyoaks, all the stars come here to talk. And this week, it's time for Ricky... Yes, Sid Owen, EastEnders' very own Sid Owen. He's returning very soon. No details have been released as yet, but I caught up with him to talk about life on EastEnders when he was in it, and also his book, which you can get right now for Christmas. Enjoy, Ricky! My guest today is infamous for playing Ricky Butcher on and off at EastEnders since 1988. He's also been a star on Strictly, I'm a Celeb, he's been in Bad Girls. He's appeared in a film alongside Al Pacino and Donald Sutherland and had a top 20 single. He's just released his autobiography from Rags to Ricky. It's one of Britain's most enduring soap icons, Mr Sid Owen. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Lee, long time. How you doing? Yeah, good. Good, thanks, mate. First of all, best best book title. I mean, it kind of goes up there with it from the year Dot, which was June Brown's one. Brilliant. Uh, who came up with the oh, title? Really? Yeah, I, don't, I think Shane Ritchie had From Rags to Ritchie. Oh, did so, it? Uh, yeah, years ago. But uh, no, it was the only title that could be used, really. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, no. very appropriate. And like, why now? Why write? Because I'm sure you've been asked to write, you know, one before. What What was uh, the why now? Well, I just thought it was time. I was ready, you know. I'm, uh, you know, sort of as I'm getting older. I'm not, uh, you know, obviously not getting any younger. So, I, <laughs> you know, I felt it was time to, uh, you know, share my experiences and my, uh, you know, sort of growing up. How I grew up was, uh, you, you know, if it's. Uh, it was going to sort of help in some sort of way, you know, with a lot of, uh, you know, these issues on sort of mental health and yeah, yeah. people coming from sort of broken backgrounds and stuff like that. So I just thought it was the right timing, you know, um, and it was very, you know, cathartic and, and, and sort of therapeutic going through all the old stuff as well, you know, obviously in a good way and a bad way. So um, Yeah, that's what I was going to ask because it's like you said, it's, it must be – like great digging up the past, but also then it must kind of take you back there straight away as well. It does. You know, at first when I, you know, first started writing, it was, uh, you know, I was getting sort of angry and anxious and, you know, it was, uh, I was just going through all kinds of weird emotions. And, uh, and then as I started getting into it, it was actually 
I sort of found it, you know, it was just helping me again, you know, you know, as, as we know, it's, unless you talk about something and get it off your chest, then, uh, you know, if you don't, then it's just going to sit inside and stew up and boil, boil up and it's, uh, it's no good. You'll just become sort of <laughs> old and bitter. But, yeah, um, yeah. It, I just found it, you know, it, it helped for me. And, uh, you know, I think that's the key. Just get it off your chest and talk about it. Was there like a question about which things, because obviously people release autobiographies, not everything's in there, no one could. Were there things that, you know, because obviously you're then sharing it with the world. It's not like just sharing it with friends. Were there certain things that you were like, oh, I just can't. Do you know what I mean? Was it a balancing act of what you let go and what you did? Yeah, I, I mean, 100%, as anyone would know that, you know, writes a book. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's always certain subjects that, you know, a bit taboo. And there's always, you know, certain people that you have to keep happy as well. So, you know, you do thin sort of on a, you know, you sort of tread on a, on a thin line, really, of, you know, who to please, who not to please. And so, yeah, it is, you've got to be careful. But, you know, thankfully, everyone was sort of happy with the uh, end product, you know, i.e. sort of keeping your family happy, really. And, uh, you know, it was always a book that was... Uh, was was never out to sort of uh you upset know diss anyone, anyone yeah, upset yeah. anyone it was just uh that you know the whole story my premise from the start was to share my experiences and inspire um and uh and that's the sort of feedback that I've been getting from it it's like you know first off you know because you're on t- tv it's people think all the glam and glitz and it's uh you know it's not all that it is all cracked up to be we all uh you know, everyone sort of comes from, you know, different backgrounds and has different experiences in growing up. And, uh, you know, it's good to share it. You know, it, it just, you know, it goes to show that it doesn't, you know, matter what you come from. It's just, you know, how you channel your energies and your hobbies and, and stick at it and don't give up. And, uh, you know, sort of uh, carry on in what you believe in. And, you know, that's what sort of, that's what drove me through sort of all along, nice. really. Yeah. Well, the review's been amazing. I mean, read the Waterstones one, which is amazing this. So their review was Sid's moving, unforgettable account of his North London childhood during the late 70s and 80s, his natural storytelling skills, authentic voice, ear for dialogue and sharp eye for detail, transformed this story of loss and deprivation into a timeless tale of one individual's struggle to defy the hand felt dealt with him and came out winning. I mean, amazing. Oh, really? I, that's funny. I, I wish the publisher sent me that because... <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, no, t- I found that this morning. That's uh, the Warner oh, really? review. So, I mean, amazing. Oh, you'll have to, you'll have to send, send that over to me because... I'll send that yeah, to no, you, it's funny. It makes I, you sound like yeah, Shakespeare. No, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not one to, uh, you know, scour the internet and, you know, look for, you know, things. No, yeah, but, no, it's uh, always best I, not to. Yeah, exactly. But, um, no, I must say, you know, I did the audio as well, which is out on audio. Oh, and, have you? you know, I always wonder how long does that take? It must take forever. Mate, I, I, when I went into it, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be easy. I, <laughs> you know, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I mean, I, I'm not, I'll be honest with you, I'm not the best of readers, but, uh, you know, it took me four, four days to do it. Oh, my so, God. And, and just keeping the motivation, yeah, yeah. like, because at the beginning, I'm sure it's like, yeah, and then by page 20, yeah, it's like, exactly. oh, my it's God. Like, and it's a, like, it's a five-hour running audio. So, and, it, you know, it was tough. It was hard because, I, you know, as I say, I'm not the best of reader. I'm a little bit dyslexic. Obviously, you know, acting scripts were, uh, you know, a little bit different somewhat. Yeah, well, you lines, know, weren't they, really, rather than how Yeah, pages. exactly. I mean, if I read something, I forget about what I've, like, read 
in you know two sentences later <laughs> yeah, so yeah. no it was good it was interesting and then, and then again as well it's like it's that other process that, you know I found myself when I was reading it you know there's things that you know because it took me like three years to write so you know there were things that made me laugh and then choked me up as well so yeah it was nice to listen this you know like when you're learning lines you read them out loud to sort of like hear them and listen to them and you yeah, know it's a totally different of, experience yeah when you're reading yeah. it out so yeah no i definitely recommend the audio as well it's uh just don't, do, don't, good... don't sign up to do the next harry potter series or whatever <laughs> no exactly <laughs> all right mate well you're yeah. going to still join me but um i've asked you to pick a couple of favorite songs today and we'll get them on have you got kind of a few i have um okay one was uh 80s 10 city which was that's the way love is Right, brilliant. Well, so, well, let's play that one now. That's oh, that's a brilliant song. That's the way love is. That's yeah, really cool. That's the way love is. Right, let's get it on. And uh, Sid will be back after this. My guest today is still here. He's celebrating the huge success of his book Rags to Ricky. It is Sid Owen. Hello again, mate. Hello, mate. So uh, I saw a picture on your social media, actually, of the book in WH Smith at number three in the chart. It must be. So it's like one of those things that you probably always, I bet everyone dreams of it, walking into like a record shop and a bookshop and seeing your book there, especially at number three oh, no, in the chart. It's, it's quite surreal. And also, yeah, I mean, and then getting the, you know, well, I mean, there are many charts, but, you know, getting a, a number a, a number one bestseller on Amazon as well. I know. Like, that, well, that is a know, massive chart, yeah. And, you know, I did. Someone just texted me in the morning. They go, "Oh, you're, you know, number one bestseller." I was like, "I mean, you know, there are many charts, but it, you know, it seems to have done really well." And you know, it, it just goes to show all that hard work does. You know, it's sort of paid off. It's, so it's it's good. I, I'm I'm chuffed with it. More, you know, also chuffed that you know, people the feedback as well. People uh, have enjoyed it, and uh, you know, as I say before, you know, the people. You know, you you have to please and sort of make everyone happy, like family and friends. You know, did, that you, are let, did you actually let how many people did you let read the book? Do you know what I mean before it got published? Did you let certain family members read it, or did you kind of? You know what I didn't. The only thing I did do was uh, certain e- extracts of what I did. I I, I sort of pinged them over, uh, and just you, you know, if I thought anything was a little bit on the edge, I pinged the uh, sort of paragraphs and extracts uh, right, over. Yeah just to say, look, are you okay with this? So, and, it, you know, to be fair, there wasn't, there wasn't much. As, I, you know, I, I did say before, it's a, it was, it's a book that's for inspiring, encouraging, and, you know, hopefully, you know, think, you know, on the positive side of it. Yeah, uh, not, as to make, to, not to make revelations that are going to annoy yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And there's brilliant stories. Yeah. Like, I didn't realise that when you were, I think you were 13, weren't you, when you starred in the film with Al Pacino and Donald Sutherland? I mean, what a way into acting. That must have been incredible. I uh, know. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I was I was young. And so, I, you know, now I'd be like, I'd be sort of, sort of jumping out my skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back then, I, I, you know, I didn't quite realise who Donald Sutherland or Al Pacino were. So, I mean, it was a huge cast as well. It was, uh, you know, some great people in that film as well. It was, uh, you know, even Annie Lennox was in it. And I was, oh, was you know, she? Oh, wow. Yeah, Annie Lennox was in it. And I'm a huge Eurythmics fan. Uh, Stephen Burkoff, who's a very lovely, theater, big theatre actor. Um, Joan Plowright, you, you know, 
Nastasia Kinski. Wow. So there was a ton of people that were... Yeah, uh, just a little, you know, a little cast of... Uh... And obviously, you know, the great Dexter Fletcher, who's... Uh, oh, now like a, a massive director, yeah. Oscar-winning director. So, yeah, no, it was... Uh, and, uh, you know, he was like my idol when I was back then because he was uh, babyface in Bugsy Malone. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, you talk about the troubled childhood, obviously, that you had that get, people get that book and you can read all about it. But did act, it was aving, acting like your saviour then, was it? Do you think that was what, t- you know, turned life around for you? Oh, 100% it was. I mean, without even realising it, I suppose, in a way, because it was a... Uh, you know, I'd go there either before that, I'd be or even be playing over the park, having a fight with a kid or at school, or I'd go to Anna Scher after school and and just you know have you know these sort of improvisation plays or like scenes that you'd do that would you know you you're able to shout and scream and just let all your anger out in that way. So uh, you know. I think in a, a weird way, it was, uh, yeah, it did save me. And it was uh, that a good way of sort of channeling, you know, my energy. Yeah. And so we will be back. You're going to keep joining me, but buy this book, everyone. You can get it anywhere. Get it back to number one on Amazon. It's called Rags to Ricky. But let's have another song. We have one from the 80s. What's the next one? Okay, I want to go Stevie Wonder, Signed, Sealed, Delivered. Oh, absolute classic. Right, okay, this is Sid Owen's choice of songs. Stevie Wonder, Signed, Sealed and Delivered. We are back with Ricky Butcher himself, Sid Owen whose new book from rags to riches is out now and is topping the chart. So um, Sid, obviously Ricky Butch, one of them at bit prolific soap icons. First of all, do people still sh- shout Ricky at you in the street? I'm sure they do all the time. They do, which I, I, I am sort of quite, quite baffled about because, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I've not been on, on EastEnders for like eight, nine years. So Yeah, uh, no, Nina Wadi has said she still gets people in the street going, you know, what would Zainab do about this that's going on now? And she's yeah. like, I've got no idea. I don't watch it. I know. I mean, the good thing is you can't knock it because, uh, you know, it's a huge, iconic show and, uh, you know, it's... And you, uh, were part, you were probably part of it, though, at the biggest iconic time, wasn't it? And I actually said, because Daniela was on the podcast and stuff, and I said you were probably... That you you were probably lucky enough to have that magical like two people like Patsy and Daniela that created like these magical partnerships. So you must just remember those times like amazingly. It was. I mean, you know, as I say, it was probably that you know some of the best times in my my life. You know, it was you know not only was the show in its prime, but we were sort of in our prime as well. We're yeah. in our twenties, and you know, lapping it all up and loving you know the. Uh, you know the, the sort attention because that's size. when there were like three channels on so it was like people didn't have Netflix exactly, and stuff yeah. so it was like it was huge yeah i mean you know it was literally we couldn't sort of go anywhere we was you know without being recognized so uh you know in a good things come from that and bad things come from that so <laughs> yeah yeah but, as uh, it does with everyone know, yeah we did no we certainly had our fun that's for uh, sure Right, well, we're going to end with uh, a pointless facts thing, which we do that I've kind of made book orientated. So you you won't, you don't need, you're not supposed to know the answers to these. It's more to educate people out there. Do you, I mean, I'm, I was, I was quite baffled by these. Do you know what the, the can you guess? It's an English comedian. I'll give you that. Best selling autobiography ever in the UK. He's Sorry? Just, 
the best-selling autobiography ever. I mean, you wouldn't know. You won't know. It's me. To, it's basically here to, for me to tell the answers. But he's a comedian. I think he's just come back on the circuit after having some time off. Uh, which one is that? Sorry. So this is, mate, it's pointless fact. So I'm giving you, I'm going to ask you some questions, see if you can guess the answers, but it's basically... Sorry, you distracted me there. My girlfriend was just walking out the door tapping <laughs> okay. on the window. Said, all right, so pointless fact. That's all right. The test goes. Sorry, I'm back. I'm back in the room. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's still good your girlfriend distracts you. That's good to sign of the relationship. <laughs> um, so, okay, so pointless <laughs> facts where basically you won't know the answers, but you can have a guess, but it's basically to educate the listeners. So I've gone a bit autobiography themed. Can you guess what the best-selling autobiography ever is? It's by an English comedian, actually. Um, what, old school? Michael he's new, McIntyre? actually. He's new and he's just, cu- not new, but he's just come Mo back Gillingham. the circuit. Mo Gillingham? No, it's actually Peter Kay. So his autobiography oh, made him, made... Nine million pounds. Wow. wow! Wow! I mean, he is. I mean, he, uh, he is amazing. So he, he is. Paul, o- Paul O'Grady's second, making seven million, and Obama, President Obama, is way down four million. Really? Uh, yeah, it's incredible that, wow. isn't it? And then Sid that Owen, is- Sid Owen at the moment is creeping up the back. Yeah, lane. exactly. Let's get it back up there. Come on. Yeah, come on. There. Buy, buy, rags reaches everyone. <laughs> um, can you guess as well? This is. Um, I was surprised because I thought number two would be number one. The highest grossing author of all time. Right. Okay. There's a hazard of guess, but it's either Rowling, Jamie, I know it sounds silly, Jamie Oliver. Yeah, yeah. Or, although is he an author or is he, well, he's still an author. He's done yeah. Well, no, so J.K. Rowling or, is second. Oh, right. Okay, she's, and... she's made three hundred and ninety-four million. Right. Oh my god! Go it's on. actually James Patterson at number one. Who I don't think I've read it. I right. know the name. Six hundred and five million. Wow. Oh, well, no, I would have no. said uh, the, the the Da Vinci Code or what was? Oh yeah, was Robert. Yeah, book? he's. I've I've actually only written down the top four, but he was definitely on the list. Uh, Danielle right. Steele. Danielle Steele was number three. Da- yeah. The, the romance of was one hundred and sixty-seven million. That's mad, wow. isn't it, though? For, for God. Crazy. Um, okay, and EastEnders won. The, hi- the highest-rated episode of EastEnders got 30 million, which is literally... That was my episode. Yeah, it was. Well we, done, yeah. Yeah, we got, no, we got... I think we got 32 million. I, I, I looked at the stats, and I've got five in the top ten. That, that's bad. amazing. Yeah. 32 million that just shows any younger listeners which there'll be loads of out there that watch telly netflix like 32 million would never come close i think line of duty got 15 uh which right. is the last one to get loads but yeah that is absolutely amazing and then do you know the most married person in the show it character wise the most married has got to be phil mitchell no it's ian bill Oh, right. Five right. times, okay. yeah. So we'll, <laughs> maybe, we'll end on it. So remember, everyone, to learn all the stories of EastEnders and all life before, and there's a big life before, then uh, Sid Owen's book is out now. Let's get it back to number one so he's fighting Peter Kay for the top spot of the autobiography. Exactly. It's called Rags <laughs> to Ricky. But let's end with, we need to talk about, obviously, you didn't, you've not just had a brilliant acting career and now you're an author. You also were a pop star. Uh, your single got into the top 20. Was that like, just that must have been again, just a brilliant time? Because that's what everyone wants to release a single. Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things. It is like as a childhood dream, you know, growing up watching Top of the Pops and, uh, you know, 
and you know I enjoy singing. I you know, I love sort of reggae music as well. But it was uh, it was just one of them things. I was quite happy after that. I was like, you know, people were like, "Why didn't you carry on?" I was like, "Well, it, to, to be honest with you, it was tough as well back then being on a soap and doing a record. It was like, you know, a lot of soap people were doing it and jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. And I and you're up on the firing line. And I just thought with this, I was like, okay, done. I've, you know, I've fulfilled my dream. I've got a top 20 hit, done, sung in front of 100,000 people That's and mad. been on top of the pops. So I'm like, you know, I was happy to throw the towel in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Right. Well, Sid, it's been amazing. Have you got one more song to give us? One more song. Um, okay. Uh, any Luther Vandross song. Oh, okay, right, brilliant. Let's put some Luther Vandross on. Oh, okay, that's brilliant. And we're also going to play, because we have to, Sid Owen's very own single uh, before that. Well, there you go. I should have said my one. (laughs) You should have, yeah. It's a cover of Michael Jackson. I didn't realise it was a cover of Michael Jackson's song, actually. Good Thing Going, which is his top 20 hit. What an amazing man. Well, mate, it's been amazing to talk to you. Thanks for coming on. Nice one. Thanks, Lee. And uh, just remember to go and get his book. It's called Rags to Ricky, and it's out now. All right, speak to you soon, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. The brilliant Sid Owen then. I will get Sid back when he rejoins EastEnders for another chat. Let's hope that's soon. I can see him bringing some much-needed cheer to Albert Square. I will be back next week. Watch out for another bonus edition of the podcast. And it's Pop From The Box. It's a music star coming later this week. Remember, there are over 60 episodes to listen to right now, wherever you download your podcast. So click on and listen to all the others now. I hope you have a fabulous week. See you soon.